Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games from the evening. If you can't, if you didn't tell right away, we are on location. We're in the beautiful Borgata in Atlantic City. Uh, that's I, I'm so bad at this. That's Borgata behind me, right, right there. Uh, or that's Atlantic City behind me, right there. Uh, if you don't know, in my uh, in my other job. I am a, uh, a remote producer for WIP, so I set up the uh, I set up a lot of um, uh, out of studio broadcasts and stuff, and I do a show every Saturday morning from the Borgata. So every Friday night I'm here. So we are on location from the Borgata. I hope everyone can hear me. It looks like you can, um, but let's uh, let's just get this thing started here. <laughs> Coots made me new. Coots made me need new pants. How about that? Almost the. Uh, Almost the uh, Mike Richards, Peter Forsberg style move there. He went all the way around instead of tucking it five hole. But man, I was I was I was yelling, "Where the hell's TK?" Um, but it it worked out there. So I'm just the way they drew it up. A shootout win over the Flyers or over the Devils. Um, you know, Carter Hart comes up big. He uh, the first first shooter catches post. He stays strong against Taylor Hall. He stays strong against Jack Hughes and. Just like that, the Flyers win a shootout. They get two points. Um, you know, a lot of sloppiness in this one. I, jeez, uh, man. I, I more than ha I, I, let me get through my notes. I forgot to do my stuff before I turn it over to the comments. So I just have a couple of things. Uh, more than halfway through the game, Hart had only seen like twelve shots, but I swear all twelve were scoring chances somehow. Uh, as good as they are at denying entries and exits, they're very bad when the other team is able to set up like uh, as soon as they're not able to stop them in the neutral zone or stop them exiting their own zone or stop them at their own blue line. Like it's, it's a shit show. It, it, it's just freaking chaos. And we saw that tonight. How? Yes. I, I think Carter Hart could have had um, I, like before Braun uh, cross-checked uh, whoever it was from behind uh, Taylor Hall um, from behind and all like, I, I think that puck was going five hole, before all that, um, he gets beat on that crazy bounce. That was just a ridiculous bounce. And then, um, you know, Ghost with the the terrible starfish move uh, took himself completely out of the play. I think they pointed it out on the broadcast. That was a bad decision. Um, he's made that play sometimes, but there it just – man, Taylor Hall's really good. He's going to step around you, and he did there. I, I just didn't like that decision. I thought he should have kept him in front of him try to take something away there. That wasn't it. Uh, and then Braun makes the desperation play, ends up in the back of the net. Just bad all around. I thought um, Hart had a chance to stay strong on that one, uh, but he wasn't able to. Uh, I think it was going in regardless of Braun's stick, but all, all three guys there made made uh, made bad plays. Um, Sanheim, man, I loved his uh, – I loved the first half of his game. I was really happy about it. I thought he was being aggressive, paired with Phil Myers, doing what he was supposed to do, just being assertive Travis Sandheim that I really enjoyed last year, uh, stepping up at the blue line, joining the rush, leading it a couple of times. I loved it. And then he falls down on that one play. And it just, oh, my God, was it ugly. It was just so ugly. I liked his game up until that point, and after that he seemed a little rattled, had a few more turnovers. I just um, – He's a work in progress. I get that young defensemen are going to have their ups and downs. I was just like, I felt bad for him because he played a good game until that point. 
Uh, but, you know, all's well that ends okay. They win in the shootout. Speaking of uh, taking shots, though, if you want to take some shots and watch some hockey, where better to do it than at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest? I'm not too far. I might stop on my way home tomorrow. It's my favorite bar at the Jersey Shore. Best place to watch a hockey game or any game. Timmy Fitz is the owner, and he does an amazing job making sure all that food is hot and all that beer is cold. Uh, they always have an ice-cold sequench ale waiting for me when I walk in. I'm just a big fan of the place. Highly recommend Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Best place in the whole Jersey Shore to watch any game, direct TV package, the whole deal. Timmy is a huge hockey fan and a huge ho- Flyers fan. You might end up talking to him and not even know it uh, that you're talking to the owner about what the Flyers are doing that night. So Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. Highly recommend Let's turn it over to your comments now. Let's do it, fam. Um, obviously, uh, something, I guess, obviously wrong with Coots not taking the face off. Uh, do you think it's maybe a sore hand or thumb? I see that. Be- yeah, I wondered if maybe it was just a matchup thing because Couturier's been good on face-offs. But, you know, sometimes a guy just has your number or something. But I looked back at the, uh, the last game against the Devils. He was 60% or 66% or something. Um his worst percentages against another center were were 50%. So I, I don't know. Uh, I thought, you know, obviously first thing that comes to mind is a hand or a thumb or a wrist. Maybe that's why he's, you know, I, before tonight he'd had one point in the last four games. So who knows? Um, but, yeah, the first thing I thought was oh, maybe it's just a matchup thing. And then I looked and it didn't seem to be. So um, uh, that's worth keeping an eye on. Maybe they'll ask uh, during the post game. How is my TV not turned off yet? I hit the power button like four times. I don't understand these TVs here at the Borgata. They don't make any sense. I just bring a DVD player and watch like old episodes of like shit I have on Blu-ray. But I digress. <laughs> hey, Bill, that Farabee kid might be something. Big clutch goal for Farabee. He's always uh, – I can't remember who tweeted it. It was someone I follow. But um, it's better than – like, yes, all of these um, – it called off goals and stuff are frustrating. That was clearly a kick. That shouldn't count. Uh, I wish he would have buried that first shot. He should have. But the fact that he is just creating so many scoring chances from himself, they're going to start to go in. Um, it's a lot like we saw with Limblom early on. Uh, remember watching Limblom just going like, how does he have eight goals? Like when he first came up, it seemed like he created two, three scoring chances a game and just couldn't bury any. Um Seeing a lot of that with Farabee, I'm so happy for him to get his first one tonight. That was uh, that was huge. You you feel you feel that that kid's going to get on a roll. Like it, he's going to get one, and more are coming. You know, he's going to be a factor for this offense. Uh, I'm really looking forward to what this offense could be if they ever get some semblance of a top nine. Um, Nolan Patrick still week to week, so you still have Giroux at center. I, man, that's a good line. JVR, Giroux, and Voracek is a good line to put out on an offensive faceoff. But once they're in their own end, man, they ain't getting back out. Um, you know, it's uh, it's that is not a line I, I trust doing much with outside of putting them out on offensive zone faceoffs. I like them in that situation. There's a lot of offensive zone talent there, but I just don't like what they have, um, uh, you know, in the other zones, really. God, that ice was horrible tonight. The ice in Jersey is always horrible. So I will say, yeah, it, it, it was very clear. Both sides, not using as an excuse for the Flyers. I thought both sides 
had a little trouble with the puck. The ice in Jersey has always been bad. It's always shit ice. Um, something you got to play through. It affects both teams equally. But yeah, it did seem. Um, it did seem. You know, Sandheim the wipeout. So many rolling and bouncing pucks. Uh, it just Jesus. It, it was ab- It was noticeably bad. But I think it always is in Jersey. Like I feel every time we do do a post game after a game in Newark, we go, man, that was choppy freaking. But Hart only gave up two goals in my mind. Yeah, Hart battled tonight. That's what I liked. I didn't. I don't think Hart played his best game. But it was a tough game despite the um, the low shot total, I would say, especially for the first, you know, 50 minutes of the game. Um, no, low number of shots, but a lot of high danger shots. He gives up some goals, but he kept battling, uh, kept a minute in the third, and then, you know, wins in the shootout. So I think this was a great building block for Carter Hart tonight. I really do. I thought this was a, uh, a good place to start rebuilding your um, – rebuilding your comeback, you know, bouncing back from a couple of weak games. I said all along, like, I don't think that was anything but a couple of bad games. I don't think Carter Hart suddenly is, oh, no, what do we do? I I don't think it's nearly as bad as it looked. I think it was just some bad games. All goalies play bad games. But I thought this was good, a good place to start rebuilding um, tonight. I thought this was a good battle effort for him. Not his best game. But definitely, um, he kept with it, and it paid off in the end. When you stopped Taylor Hall in a shootout to win the game, you played a good game. I don't care what the final score was. This, if this game ended 7-6, but that's how it ended, Carter Hart did his job tonight. So that's what I'll say. He was good enough to win, and that's good enough for me right now. Raffle looked great, but we should have beat these guys by huge goals. Every game's a battle. I mean, they just uh, – the Devils aren't good. You got the two points. That's what matters most. Um, that's that's what uh, – you're not going to blow – no one goes 0-82. You know, the, every team wins some games. Every team's in some games. Yeah, I would love to see them come out and blow the Devils out. They're just not finishing a lot of their opportunities right now. Um I think they'll start to again. They had a high shooting percentage for a few games. Now it's back down. I think the floodgates will open back up soon. Uh, I liked what I saw for the most part tonight. Way too many little mistakes. Like, if they just clean up a little bit, I think we do see, like, a 5-1 game tonight. But it's just, no matter how well they play overall, they just have, like, these major mistakes. It's just little deep, detailed stuff that... And it's something we hear the Eagles say all the time, and it's starting to frustrate me. Like, oh, well, we just clean up the details. But like, it's just one or two things. But those one or two things keep resulting in goals against. So I do think they need to play better. Overall, I like their game tonight, but still uh, way too many mistakes. The germ looked good. He didn't look bad. That's what I thought. I definitely saw, um, I definitely saw him make a few plays early. He looks like he belongs. I think he'll continue to get better as he – you know, adapts to the NHL, obviously, but good debut. Uh, nothing spectacular, but he looks like he belongs, and that's all I can ask for out of the guy right now. How about Jake on the sh- on the shootout? I don't know how these goalies stop him. Listen, when a guy shoots and it gets saved, it looks like it's a bad, you know, shootout attempt. If I were to ask you who the best, who has the best scoring percentage in shootouts since 2011-12, when you know the core of this team was put in place. Who would you guess? Would you guess Claude Giroux? It's a good guess. He's at like 31.4%. Jake's at close to 35%. 
Jake has been pretty success, successful in shootout attempts. Really good players are at like 40%. Um, Jake's been the best player in terms of converting shootout attempts uh, since 2011-12 on the Flyers of guys who are still here. I think uh, Simmons hasn't beat a, by a couple of percentage points and way fewer attempts, but um, he had that one season where he was insane. But of guys that are still here especially, he has everybody beat in terms of shootout percentage. So I know Jake goes in and shoots a lot, and I, I was actually shocked he didn't go five-hole because he usually goes five-hole. Um, he either goes five-hole or cuts in and tries to beat the goalie to the far post, and tonight he looked like he went glove. Um and when guys shoot and it gets saved, it looks bad. I get it. He, when you go five hole and the goalie closes the five hole, it looks bad too. But that's he he shoots a lot in the shootout, and that's he's got a good percentage doing it. He's got the best percentage on the team. Might be time to give Farabee the TK treatment. Put him with G and JVR. Move Jake down. Um, I I don't I don't love it. Um, I wouldn't mind it. I, but I kind I love Farabee with Hayes. I think those two are really. Uh, I think those two are really building some chemistry together. And I just want when they finally figure out what they're going to do at three C, whether it's bring up Morgan Frost or Nolan Patrick finally comes back, or they do something else when they have what they believe to be their top nine that they can keep in place for uh, an extended period of time. I want Hayes with Drew and Farabee. Like that's what I'm looking at right now. Uh, Myers looked good in the little bit I watched. Brandon, I watched the whole game, and I thought Myers looked good. He was his aggressive self. I liked him. Um, got caught. I don't want to say. I, I think he got beat to positioning a couple times in his own end, but the thing I love about Myers is he's aggressive, and I thought he was aggressive tonight. Uh, denying zone entries, stepping up, stuff like that. That's what I like about Myers' game, and I saw that tonight. So, again, as he gets more time and reacclimates himself to the NHL, He'll improve, and I think he'll start to stand out. Uh, I don't think he stood out tonight, but I thought he was overall pretty strong. The TK line looks amazing. That's the Couturier line. You put some respect on that man's name. But, yeah, that line's great. Um, especially against bad teams, they can deal with having un- – they can deal with that line. That line can win them games even though the other lines are unbalanced right now because of the um, – the holes in their lineup, but especially against bad teams like the Devils, you can you can exploit how good that matchup is in all situations. It's always sunny in Newark. It looks like it's always sunny in their rink with how bad the freaking ice is. It's tough seeing Simmer on another team. How about that move for the Golden? I just waited, uh, just waited hard out, and man, that that was some uh, that was some young Simmons there. That was some All Star Simmons there. Uh, first goal since he left the Flyers, I believe, too. They didn't look good, but at the very least, they got two points, and that performance has to build Hart's confidence uh, even just a bit. Yeah, I feel, like I said, I think the end of that game especially is something uh, big for Carter to build on. And, like, did they play a great, like, is the coach going to go, well done, guys? No, but that was a that was a choppy-ass game, and they stayed in it, and they fought the whole way. And after the efforts against the Islanders and the Penguins, like, okay, Way to go. You know, they made too many mistakes, absolutely made way too many mistakes tonight. Like, for as much as they controlled the pace of the game for, like, 45 out of the 60 minutes, they still, like, every mistake ends up a scoring chance. They have to tighten up a little bit and just, you're going to turn the puck over. You're going to, like, these things happen. It's about when and where, and it's stop turning it over 
in the middle of the ice or at your own blue line. Like, that shit is bad. Cut it out, you know? Really liked Hayes seeing gaps and taking advantage of openings and opponents D, setting up chances everywhere, and it seems Raffle is following suit. Yeah, Raffle's a you know Raffle's a nice player, but I love I love watching uh, Kevin Hayes use his size to carry the puck. It's uh, yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. Is when he sees a gap, he knows he can close it because he's so big and he's got that reach. He can just get around guys, um, you know, get a step on them because he gets on them a lot faster. Uh, he gets on a defenseman a lot faster than they're expecting because of his size. He takes one stride where the defenseman thinks, okay, I have a, I have a two stride angle here that I can cut him. And all of a sudden he's taken one and the angle is gone. Like I, I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of Kevin Hayes. And again, as this lineup sort of starts to even out, I think we'll see even more um, offensive production out of him. Uh, Frost has two goals, five assists in his last five games. They should bring him up so G can play wing. Yeah, um, I think it was Scott Gordon. I read an interview with Scott Gordon today or quotes from him. I can't remember where. But uh, it was basically like, yeah, he's doing what he's supposed to do in the offensive end. Absolutely. He just has some um, puck management issues. And that's uh, to me, that just he's uh, and like when and where to do things. So it just sounds like maybe he's pushing a little too hard trying to make plays and making some bad turnovers or bad mistakes, bad plays on his own end. I haven't seen any Phantoms games, but that's just what I take out of the quotes. Um, you're going to get that with a young player, especially a young player who's used to, you know, dominating against guys who are his age or younger, and now he's out there against freaking men. It's just a, it's just a learning curve. I would love Frost to come up now. If I freaking look down at my phone when this is over and they go, hey, Frosty is up, and Nolan Patrick's on long-term injured reserve. Cool, you know, I'm I'm cool with that. But uh, it just sounds like they they want to see him work on a few more things down there to even out his game before they uh, before they bring him up. And that's that's fine too if that's their determination. Um, I don't always agree, but if I can understand your logic, then I get it, you know, uh, and I understand the logic. I still expect him up sometime. I think he'll be up to stay at some point this season, you know. I thought the game was over in the final seconds of overtime. Tell me that's not the most, like, goddammit thing. Uh, like, Ghost starts that rush, pushes the play, makes the move across, gets to the front of the does everything he needs to do except stop and tap it in. And then he reaches back for it to try to get the second effort and ends up backhanding it out of the crease. Oh, my God, Ghost, so close to making something happen. That was a – God damn it. Uh, gee, ugh. Ugh. I'm here for you, Ghost. Like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. You're going to play through this. I just – like, I hope – like, he doesn't take these things. It, it's good he's – I was so happy to see him take control of that puck and say, I'm going to do Ghost stuff right here. He, he didn't just throw it down the ice and hope for somebody else to make a play. He actually stepped up and tried to make a a, a, a vintage Gostas Bear play. It was just, God, fuck, God damn it. <laughs> so freaking close. Uh, Myers skating through a simmer check was pretty darn cool in my book. Yeah, Myers is a big, big, strong guy. Uh, the In his own end along the boards, I think, uh, Simmer tried to line him up, and he kind of just brushed it off. I thought that was good, skated through it, uh, controlled the puck, got it up the ice. I, I thought that was good, yeah. Niskanen said, welcome to the NHL, Myers. How nice was that hit? 
good and clean. Just get your head up, kid. Um, get your head up. That's you, you got to know someone's there. You got to know that's you know. Uh, it's dumb that he had to fight, but I get it. That's your you want to stick up for the kid. That's fine. Uh, it's just every body check now leads to a fight. But how about Matt Niskanen bringing the uh, bringing the physicality the last couple of nights? Laid out Crosby, laid out Hughes. I, Matt Niskanen has been one of the few bright spots in the blue line so far. Farabee leads the league in fake goals. Yeah, man, he's got, what, three points now that have been taken away? Anyone else nervous whenever Ghost would pinch into the zone? I mean, I want him doing it, though. If Ghost isn't aggressive trying to create offense, and he needs to be a better decision maker, absolutely. But this is what he's here to do. It's just, yeah. The good has to outweigh the bad. That's the thing. If he makes some bad pinches but also ends up with 55, 60 points, you live with it. It's just he's got to cash in when when the opportunities present themselves, and he hasn't been lately. Why did J.J. say that he thought he would see Stewart in a shootout? Doesn't seem like he would be great at shootouts. Yeah, um, I wondered that too. Maybe maybe he did well in a, a practice tournament or something. Um, I don't know. I, I don't go to practice. Uh, that's it's a possibility that maybe he's just some guys. Some guys have like we know. You know how we talk about AHL players who, yeah, man. If you were just allowed to stand still and shoot, you'd be really good in the NHL. But that's not the game here. You got to play two hundred feet. You got to keep your feet moving. Um, so you're not that good. Like some, uh, everyone in the NHL was the best player on their team at some point, you know. Uh, some guys are just good at that kind of shit. Um, even if they're not great players, they just have one or two moves that they can really pull off and work a majority of the time. So I don't know. I, I laughed at that too when uh, when they said, "I thought we were going to see Chris Stewart. Maybe he did well in practice lately to make JJ said that say that." I don't know. How does Moran qualify for a conditioning stint? How does that work? I don't know. I wondered that myself. Uh, I guess it's just he was injured, and I, he hasn't played but one game, so who knows? He, he very clearly needs conditioning and at least shaking the rust off because he hasn't played enough, um, but I, I, I wondered that myself. Hart needed that. Once he finds his grooves, he'll be coming in clutch. Oh, absolutely! I thought this was—I thought this was great for Hart, uh, regardless of the out or regardless of how they got there. Uh, I liked this game for Carter Hart. Didn't love him for all sixty minutes, but the way it ends, I think, is a great building block for him. Special teams flop tonight. Yeah, you're gonna have nights like that. The penalty kill has been good. The power play—we uh, know how power plays go. Power plays are like power hitters, man. When they're hot, they're hot. When they're cold, it's Ryan Howard swinging at a slider in the dirt. You just go, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but you take the good with the bad with power plays. No one's, you know, that's just how it works. When they have their next four-goal game, you'll go, yeah, our power play's awesome. I do, like, I do just, they're moving it around a little. They have moved um, Voracek and Giroux back and forth, but it seemed like they had Giroux on the right side the whole game tonight. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense, especially now that they have Farabee in the slot. Like, you can get that pass over to the lefty. I don't know. I I don't get what they're doing with the top power play unit at all. Uh, that was a tough game, and, of course, Simmons scores. I think this was big for Hart. Uh, I love the Sellies tonight, boys. Yeah, I love, the, I love um, Farabee going into the boards, going into the glass at uh, in an away game. I think that's great. Uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm happy for the kid. And then, yeah, Hart at the end gives us the little boost celebration. Uh, good for him. You know, he'd been, he'd been slumping a little, and it's good to see him uh, get back on the winning side of things, have that game-winning save, keep them in it the whole way, even if he was fighting it at some points tonight. I thought he looked good, but not all the way back tonight. That's what I'd say about Hart. Braun is terrible and is not worth those two picks. I'd rather Braun scratched and Haig or even Moran playing instead of him. Uh, yeah, you're wrong about that. Braun is better than those two. He just is. I don't know what to tell you. Do you think they need to fix the D pairings for the forward group that's out there? Uh, yeah, like I would love Giroux out on the ice when, uh, you know, one of the top two lines is on the ice. You just, it's hard to make that work. Uh, it, there's three versus four, and it's, it's hard to make that work. Uh, huh. Giroux, Coots, TK. Yeah, I like the Giroux, Couturier, TK line, but I think you can more evenly distribute your talent if you have um, if you have Giroux and Hayes with Farabee. You have two guys who, you know, Hayes, he's great at protecting the puck. He's great at finding open players. We know what kind of a passer Giroux is, and Farabee's got a nose for the net, so I just think it's a great combination. I'm not breaking up the Limblom couturier tk line. I'm just not. Uh, they're getting so much more offense out of Limblom than I ever thought they would. That dude, uh, he can pop the puck a little. I uh, I wondered, like, it seemed he scored so many goals just being in the right place, and he like it was just pure volume. Like He was constantly in the right place, so some of his opportunities were bound to go in. But it seems like he's, you know, he's um he's actually beaten goalies with with a little deception. He went upstairs tonight. I've seen him make a couple of moves down low to uh, put a little bit diff- something a little bit different on the puck to score some of his goals. So they're getting a lot more offense out of Limblom than I expected. Bill, what did you think of the whole AV calling out Jake and G after practice? Jake laughing it off. Uh, Jake's Jake. Yeah, he's kind of just a sarcastic dick, and I love that about him. Um, but. I like that Elaine Vigneault has a straightforward relationship with his, uh, especially with his veterans. It's something Kevin Hayes talked about. Kevin Hayes, they asked him about his relationship with Elaine Vigneault, and he said, we have, um, basically, we can be very forward, very blunt with each other. You know, we can, I can tell him what I think, and he can tell me what he thinks, and it's respect. I'm not always going to like what he has to say. He's not always going to like what I have to say. But we're just honest, and that seems like Elaine Vigneault. He's just a straightforward, honest guy. Tells you what he's thinking. Anyone watching can tell you Giroux and, and Voracek need to be better. Like, that's not breaking fucking news, you know? <laughs> These are the two highest-paid guys on the team. They haven't been nearly good enough yet this year. I am not worried about Giroux. I think he'll get going. I'm not worried. He's, he's a good player. I'm a bit worried about Jake because of the, because of the trend. I just think, like... I stick up for Jake as much as I can. I'm not a Jake Voracek fan. I recognize that he is good and that to replace his production, it would be difficult. But I, he both need to be better. Farabee got a lot of time against Hall and Nico and OT, and he did all right with it. Yeah, he made, like, two good plays out there. I thought he got beat one time, lost his position, but uh, he, he did make two good plays out there. Um, that's what they like. That's what they like about Farabee. That's why he's up. Yes, he'll be a boost to the offense. Um, he comes up, you know, he gets that call up right after the Flyers create a bunch of chances two games in a row and aren't able to score nearly enough goals off of them. 
you know, you bring him up, and it's like, well, yeah, he's a great goal scorer. He scored three goals in four games in the AHL. We need this. Um, but why he's up and to stay, I believe, and um, why he's up already at 19 is because they can depend on his two-way game. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to get beat, absolutely. But I think he will be a lot – he'll make more good plays than bad. I think for the most part you can count on him to bring a consistent game, and that's what they like out of young guys. That's why Morgan Frost isn't here yet. I would love to see him learn on the job, but, you know, NHL coaches don't always love that because they, they get a WRNL next to their name. It's I, I understand it, but, you know, I would like to see this offense jump started a little. And, like, yeah, that's the, like, my line right now, what I would love is that 3C with, with JVR and Voracek well, if it's Morgan Frost with JVR and Voracek, shit, man, that is a terrible defensive line. Now, you could you could work around it, you know, um, especially after Lawton comes back. You can maybe work in that um, that Lawton, Raffle, uh, Terensky, or whoever that isn't Chris Stewart. Chris Stewart made a nice play tonight early in the game, if you didn't see it. Chris Stewart made a real nice play. Uh, got into the four check, eluded somebody, set up a set up a scoring chance in front. He made a nice play. I'll give him that but I would take him out of the lineup for Lawton, Raffle, whoever. Um, but it, you could make it work, I guess, with matchups, especially in home games, like a Frost-JVR-Voracek line, but that's a bad defensive line. Um, now, with, with with a Hayes-Drew-Farabee and a Couturier-Limblom-TK line, you could play matchups and try to make it work, but shit, man, that's a bad defensive line. Ghost looked like he was skating and moving the puck with more confidence. Yeah, we talked about that on um, on BSH Radio on Wednesday, just how that Penguins game was was trash for every single player on the ice, 100%. Uh, but it looked like Ghost, was, Ghost played with more energy than everybody, I would say, pretty much everybody out there. And he did the, the start-stop little figure skating move, the little toe-pick move he does. And... Um, Saw him do a spin move into a deke tonight, made two moves to uh, create some time and space for himself in the defensive zone. Was happy to see that. Um, it's a it's a project right now with Gostas Bear, but he appears to be gaining confidence, and we know what kind of player he can be when he has his confidence. He looked as confident as all hell at the end of overtime tonight when he just decided to make something happen on his own, and that's what we need out of Ghost. Uh, if he scores that goal, man, I'm thinking – He's going to have a three-point night tomorrow, but uh, of course he fucking, ugh, ugh, that was so frustrating. Yeah, it goes to look more like himself tonight. Why wasn't Coots taking draws? I was hoping one of you could tell me, maybe they talked about it in the post game. Someone asked Elaine. Um, I don't know. Well, I said, uh, I, I thought maybe it would be a matchup thing, but I looked up his numbers um, from the last game against the Devils. And he was at like 60% overall, and his worst percentage was like 50-50. Uh, so against any one guy. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what was what was up with uh, with that tonight. They just thought TK had uh, an, an advantage of some kind, or I I don't know. I Stewart actually has a good shootout percentage, but yeah, I, I didn't look it up. I, I just laughed when JJ said that. It's definitely possible. <laughs> There's some guys who, despite them not being very good, like, are good at one-on-0s, you know? It's 
some guys have good hands. You just never see them because, like, they're not good when there's a defender against them. But if it's just you skating in on the goalie and you have that kind of time, some guys are just good at it. I wish the germ would have gotten more ice time tonight. Yeah, uh, AV leans on his guys, and I like that. Um, I, I would have liked to see him get a little more ice time as well just because he's here. Let's use him. Let's see what he's got. But uh, especially with back-to-backs, um, tomorrow he'll be fresh. That's, we can say that. He'll definitely be fresh. He'll be good to go tomorrow uh, in Toronto. So I think that's um, – uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see him play more as well. But uh, good. I, I thought he was fine. I, I, he definitely – he didn't stand out, but he I didn't see him make any mistakes. Uh, I thought especially early in the game he really looked like uh, he was making some things happen out there. But we'll see. Um, maybe he'll play a ton tomorrow. Who knows? Like especially um, like in a game, I would say if they're leading, he'll get more time because of his uh, trusty two-way play. You know, I, I think it's situational. They needed a goal for a lot of the game tonight. They fell behind one night. You know, they trailed the whole way, uh, or, it, it, or it was tied. They Did they ever have the lead tonight? Uh, yeah, they got the lead on the third goal, or no, right? I'm trying to think the order of the goals. Farabee tied it up, and that's what sent it to OT, right? So do we trail for pretty much the whole game? Yeah, so they're going to lean on the offensive guys, Uh when they need goals, and I think we'll see more of Ruby, the germ, um, if they have a lead and they're trying to play that kind of game. Uh, you mentioned being okay with Ghost making risky pinches. Isn't that why we got Niskanen and Braun so we could have a stay-at-home guy to be to better deal with situations like that? Hopefully we see more of the OT Ghost. Good to see him moving around again. The D needs to make cleaner passes, though. Uh, counted a number of messy breakout passes that yeah, the breakout was, and maybe some of it was the ice. Guys just seemed like, even if a even if a pass was on the tape, which was a rarity, it was, but it just seemed like nobody could corral any pass tonight. It was, I can't believe they were able to string together the two passes to set up the, the Limblom goal. Like, that's what it looked like tonight for both teams. Um, Devils had a number of chances where guys just mishandled pucks or they would have had two-on-ones, three-on-ones and stuff. So, I don't know. Uh, but, yes. I wanted I wanted a ghost with Niskanen. That's that's who I want ghost with Niskanen. That's what I want to see out there. Um, I don't like him with Braun because uh, it's still yes. I do believe Braun is actually good in the defensive zone, but again, a guy like I want I want Ghost out there with someone who can get them out of the defensive zone more cleanly. Because Ghost will never be good in the defensive zone. That's just not who he is, and that's fine. But if he's out there with somebody who more often than not, even if they're good at it, playing defense, but Ghost on defense is a disadvantage for this team. Um, Ghost in the defensive zone is a disadvantage to this team. So I'd want him out there with Niskanen. I like Provorov and Braun together. Um, and Sanheim and Myers, that's, that's the pair I want to see together. So... Uh, I just want to switch those. I just want to. I just want to switch Provorov and uh, Ghost's partners now. But I think they're now that Myers is here. I like that. Um, now that Myers is here, I like the track that they're on. I think they'll whoever the pairs are will build more chemistry. And just having your six best defensemen out there, I think, is um, that's a positive. Sell Haig, put some money in the bank. Who wants Robert Haig? 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess we could get like a, a fifth round pick for him, sure. But I like Haig as a seventh defenseman. Like if Haig's going to factor into 30, 40 games as a seven, I, that's pretty good. I, I, I don't mind that. I don't love Robert Haig. I think you all know that. But you could do a lot worse as a seventh defenseman than him. Like I think he's a pretty good one. I just remembered him wearing this shirt. This is the uh, the hand-drawn Kim Perron art. All of Biscuit T's T-shirts are hand-drawn. The designs on them are hand-drawn by daughter of Flyers legendary goalie Bernie Perron. That's right, Kim Perron hand-draws them all, and 10% of every purchase goes to the Snyder Hockey Foundation. So check out BiscuitTees.com. You can get this awesome gritty shirt. They also have a bunch of uh, other designs. But check out Biscuit Tees while uh, – Check out Biscuit Tees while you're uh, surfing the web. I think you'll like what they have. They have some cool shit. Uh, AV just went out of his way to compliment G during his press conference. It wasn't even related to the questions. Said he really competed. Yeah, and that's, I think, um, I think my number one takeaway from this game tonight was the compete level and the battle. Um, It wasn't a clean game. It was choppy. Like we've talked about all night, the ice was shit, and it was shit for both teams. I'm not saying that. I'm just, like, tonight was a fight. Tonight was a game that got a little chippy at points. Um, I mean, it's not like an old Flyers-Devils game where there's a face wash after, you know, every stoppage, but it got a little chippy tonight. Uh, you know, we get the Niskin and hit. We get some other uh, extracurriculars after the play and stuff. And tonight was a battle. And after the Penguins and Islanders' efforts, um, I was happy to see that compete level tonight. Giroux's the captain. He has to bring it. So, yeah, I was. Uh, I would absolutely – compliment uh, that aspect of Drew's game. I thought he played well. I, I wouldn't say he was, yeah, I was I'm not knocking any other aspect of his game. I just thought that stood out for the whole team, Drew in particular. AV just said Coots cannot take face-offs. So that's concerning. Um, hmm. Interesting. He wound up for that slap shot tonight. Um... I don't know. He made the move in the shootout, so I wonder. Maybe it's a thumb. Uh, maybe it's a wrist. I don't know. Do you think Jake has blocked AV yet? He probably has. Uh, he probably has. Thoughts on the called-off goal for Farabee? I mean, it was a kick. He should have buried the shot. Um, he'll score more. Yeah, he'll score a bunch more. Uh, it would have been awesome if he gets the, uh, the game-tying goal and the game-winning goal. But um, wasn't to be. They went it in the shootout. Uh, it was a kick. Um, I go back and forth on whether or not you should be allowed to kick it. Uh, you know. Eh. That was a classic hard-hitting hockey game. Once again, a rare shootout win. Let's hope this gets us going, even though we have a lot of people hurt. Yeah, that's, I, it was, it, this, was a, this was a good fight. This was a good game to battle through and get two points out of. I think everyone can feel good about how they played for 60 minutes tonight. That's uh, that's what I take away from this. They have a ton of mistakes to clean up. Yes, they are dealing with some injuries, but I think everyone can take away from this game. We need to bring that kind of effort. We need to be willing to get into the dirty areas. We need to be willing to take hits to make plays. Uh, not nearly as many like, oh, yeah, I iced it because I didn't feel like getting hit to take two more strides to get the red line and shit like that tonight. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's what you can take away from more than anything. Chris Tarian says, kick it, count it, game over. No, nah, there is an argument like, 
you can get hit in the cup with a puck and it bounces in and it's like, all right, that counts. But, like, to me, you should either only be be allowed to score by using your stick or everything's allowed. Like, it doesn't make sense to legislate, well, it hit him in the skate, but he didn't kick it, so it counts. Well, it hit him in the balls, so that that counts. Like it hit him in the glove, but he didn't punch it. I, I, it's a, you should. It should be one or the other to me. It should either be you can only score with your stick, or everything counts. But this is the rule. Yeah, then, yeah, whatever. Probably was trying to use his feet to get it back to his stick, uh, but it came off his feet. You know, I, I think. I do think he was trying to direct it, um, and it, it did bounce at an angle off of his skate. I don't think he was trying to kick it in um, because he knows that's not a goal. But uh, and like he did have his stick down, like in position uh, to try to get another crack at it. But you know, such is life. Hart definitely got his confidence back, and that'll be the most important thing to come out of this game. You know, Coots said he was hurt, so we'll see how hurt he is. Uh, Way to go battling through it. There's a difference between hurt and injured. They got a lot of guys out right now. They can't afford to lose another center. So uh, good on him for uh, you know sticking sticking it out and getting in there and making some making some plays that help decide this game. You know he scored the scored the shootout goal. He had a goal and an assist in the game. So this dude plays best when he's hurt. <laughs> like, he scored a hat trick on a torn MCL. Like this dude hit him with a sledgehammer before every game. Let's scroll down a little. Yeah, like Simmer scored off of his face. Exactly. That counts, but I, whatever. That's the rule. Shouldn't beat them without a problem. They are a very bad team, but that's hockey. Like, they don't get blown out every night. They just they just took uh, – they had like a 5-2 lead on Tampa. Like, I, that's hockey. No one blows out everyone tonight. Some games are battles. Um, but not – like – Oh, yeah, well, they couldn't – they needed a shootout. Like, that's just hockey. I, no one blows out everyone every night. They, no one goes 0-82. Like, if the Devils were that bad, they would never win a single game. But they do. Bill, does Moran get traded? Like, for what? What would anyone give up for Samuel Moran? He's not very good. Like, he got drafted when? 2013? And he's played how many NHL games? Some like, he probably just isn't very good. I would love for the guy to be good. I would kill for a defenseman that big and that physical. It would be great if he could play. But it doesn't look like he can, at least at this level. Uh, I can't imagine anyone giving up anything for him. If he had to get put through waivers, maybe someone would put a claim in on him and see if they could get something out of him. But I cannot imagine... Any GM going, yes, we are going to surrender assets for this guy who probably isn't very good. I think it's time to get a Limblom jersey. Yeah, man, I love that's a that kid, I, man. I, I I love the little things aspect of his game. I've been a fan of the little things aspect of his game since he's come up. But and I, I always wondered, like, what offensively are they really going to get out of him? Is he more like? a true third-line producer that you play on your second line because you have a good player you can play on your third, and Limblom is so good in the neutral zone that, you know, while he may only be a 17-goal scorer, 
14 goal scorer or something like that, um, you're getting great two-way play out of him, so you can kind of balance it out. But the dude's putting up goals, and he's putting up points this year, man. You can't argue with his production. He's been great. Where did you get the hat uh, you wore Wednesday with the cup on it? Oh, yeah, my – um, I bought that hat as a joke because it has, like, 1974, 1975 on the side. Uh, I don't know if they still have them because I got it a couple of years ago, but Lids. I got that at Lids at the Deppert Mall. Coots only took five face-offs against the Pens, so yeah, I guess he's dealing with. I guess he's dealing with something. I wouldn't mind seeing Ghost and Provorov back together sometime this season. Uh, they were one of the best pairs in hockey a couple of seasons ago. Maybe Ghost's lack of confidence is not getting big minutes. Yeah, he's been surpassed in, in that regard a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean they were they were in a in the what was that the second half of. 2017-18, um, when they got – that was the the uh, the December 27th game when everything changed for the team. I think they lost in a shootout, but they were awesome from there. Uh, when the uh, when the Coots-Giroux-TK line first got put together and the uh, and Ghost and Proverall first got put together, it was our um, – it was the Broad Street Hockey Festivus party that we had at uh, – where the hell were we? Bullies at at Xfinity, and we, that like that was the game where everything kind of started to come together. And yeah, man, that like every number um, from raw production to to um, you know every underlying metric available, those two were an elite pair that year. So maybe that I just don't know if I can trust Ghost to play those kinds of minutes, but maybe he needs him to get himself. Maybe he needs those 22 minutes a game to feel the rhythm of the game, maybe only playing 17, 18 minutes, kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know. Bill, you ready to fully admit ghost sucks and we should definitely trade him while there's some suckers that think he's worth now. I, I, I'm willing to, like, I believe there's a possibility. The only way he reaches his potential is the wake up call of a scenery change. I'm willing to say that. But uh, to, to say that he sucks is just ignorant. Like, all right, you must not. Like, you've seen him play well, and you've seen him play really, really well at different points. You think he's just bad? I don't know, man. What, what, what have you been watching? I don't know. The Islanders won another one? Yeah, so that's eight straight. Good for them. Scroll down, wrap it up in a few. Limplom is Mark Stone in training? That would be nice, huh? If we had, like, a top five winger on our hands. Uh, who's your top three flyers right now? I mean, the top line, Limblom, Couturier, and TK. I don't even think it's particularly close at this point. Um, Hayes has been good. I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Farabee, but top three, it's the top line. Not even close. This month, the flyers have some tough teams. will show us the team we have. I still like, I, there is still so much, there's still a team with a new coach learning a new system. It does take some time. It like, it is more difficult than you think for everyone to be on the same page with their responsibilities, uh, with line mates changing, especially the, the bottom six is getting flip-flopped around every game. Um, I really, the schedule's still whacked. I, obviously we're going to talk about them and evaluate them and you can't use all these things as excuses. I just don't think, we're going to get a good barometer on what this team is until after 
sadly, like around Christmas, I don't think it's going to be, oh, well, this is what they are in mid-November. I just, I don't see it. Um, I mean, we saw a team in November win 10 straight and miss the fucking playoffs. So, like, I don't, um, I don't think we're going to get a great read on what this team is until the second half. I know no one wants to hear that, especially with how we harped on so much. We wanted to not have the slow start and need the desperation sprint at the end. But I could see that I, I don't think we're going to be awful in this first half. We haven't been. We've been pretty good, actually. But I think we're going to see this team start to really come together you know, as Hart plays himself into a rhythm, as these young guys get more and more time, they get more and more comfortable, as the lineup stabilizes because they decide what they're going to do. At a certain point, they're going to have to shit or get off the pop with Nolan Patrick. I don't mean outright release him or trade him for not. I just mean, are we going to put him on long-term injured reserve and actually fix the 3C issue, or whether it's internally or externally, or are we just going to keep putting Band-Aids on it? I don't think you can continue Band-Aiding it um, if he's – I mean, it's – training camp was two months ago, and he's still week to week. What does that mean? It means he's out at least another week if he's week to week, right? So uh, I just think there are too many extenuating circumstances to say we will absolutely get a read on this team in the next two weeks. I just – there's just too many moving parts right now. I would love to tell you I'm going to be able to evaluate this team um, top to bottom perfectly, say, okay, this is who we are, but I just think there's too many moving pieces right now. Why break up the TLC line? They should be this season's untouchables. Yeah, I don't know why anyone's in a um, in a hurry to break up um, Konechny and Lindblom and Couturier. That's – is anyone watching them out there? Like they're really good. Yeah, I mean that that December West Coast trip, that that holiday trip they have when um, what well, it's the Disney on Ice trip they take every year. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what we have. I think around then is when we'll really start to see what this team is. You know, um, around the holidays, um, and they they just have to. The most pressing the most pressing issue to me right now is three C. Um, they have to figure out that situation, but other than that, there's just so many other things that uh, that are affecting this. Defensive pairs getting switched around, the bottom six, all that stuff. So I just think it's going to take some time to see what this team really is, and I still think they're showing enough right now that they have the potential to be pretty good. I don't think they're going to be cup contenders this year, but I do think this team will round into the form of, hey, they could win a round, you know? And if you can win one round, I always say if you can win one round, you can win two. And winning two puts you in the final four, and anything can happen from there, you know? So I'm not predicting they're going to the Eastern Conference final. I'd probably, I'm at the Borgata right now. If I could bet against that, I probably would. But I do believe if things just start to go their way a little bit in terms of the injuries and all that, um, we'll be dealing with a pretty good team. Can we get Nick Benino for 3C? Uh, maybe. I, I have no idea. All right, guys, let's take a look at what is next. What is next is, oh, man, I can't bring up the, let's see. Let's see if the connection holds out. Let's see if the connection holds. 
on the hotel Wi-Fi because I refuse to pay the fourteen ninety-five for the turbo Wi-Fi if I open up another tab. So far, so good. All right. Come on. You got it. You got it. Yeah, way to go. Way to go for God of Wi-Fi. I am very proud of you. Oh, that game's home tomorrow. That's cool. All right, so what is coming up next is a 7 o'clock puck drop at the Wells Fargo Center against those Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, we have back-to-back Saturdays against the Leafs. That's fun. Uh, we're at Toronto next Saturday. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, home versus Toronto tomorrow night. That is what is up next. And if you are looking for somewhere to watch that game, I got to tell you, I have to recommend Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in Wildwood Crest. Easy to get to from every shore point. It is my favorite spot in the Jersey Shore. I'm sitting in the Borgata right now telling you, no, 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 my favorite spot is Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. Awesome place to watch a game. Awesome place. Just grab a beer with your pals. Go out, happy hour, whatever. They have great happy hour. Um, I recommend highly the pork sandwich. Uh, Timmy Fitz is always there. The owner, Timmy Fitzpatrick, making sure that beer is cold and that food is hot. Uh, I, I just can't say enough good about the place. They have a slap shot poster in the men's bathroom. How else can I put this place over to tell you this is the place to watch a hockey game? Timmy Fitz is a huge hockey fan. It's a great place to watch any game. They have the direct TV package, so every sport is available for you. I was in there once. It was like 2 a.m., and they had horse racing on. Like Anything anything available, you can watch at Fitzpatrick's. It's a great place. Uh, so, yeah, check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. Uh, I can't say enough about the owner. can't say enough about the staff. Just an awesome place all around. Perfect corner bar to watch a game. All right, a couple more to wrap this up, and then we'll all go home. I got to get to bed soon. If they get past the first round, we probably have a parade. Man, it's been a while. Like, I just want to see an extended, I just want to see an extended playoff series. Like, Jesus, getting to a seventh game in the first round we haven't done since what, 2014? Like, <laughs> I would just love to play 89 hockey games this year, let alone more. Um, so I, I'm just really hoping that things do start to maybe figure themselves out in terms of what they're doing with their lineup. Hart turns into the goalie we think he's going to turn into. Took a good first step in bouncing back tonight, I thought. So, yeah, man, we just want to see it. Yeah, Haxtell is back in town tonight. Or it's on, uh, on Saturday night. He's on the he's on Mike Babcock's, Mike Babcock's bench. It's hard to say. Uh, for Toronto. So, everyone going to the game, make sure you give him a uh, – make sure you give him a nice warm welcome. I really hope the Flyers blow out the Leafs and the fans chant fire Haxtell. I hope we give Dave Haxtell a standing ovation <laughs> because it'll come off as so sarcastic. Like I, I love a good, I like a good sarcastic, uh, you know, they call it the Bronx cheer, but who the hell in sports is more sarcastic than us? Like what does anyone in the Bronx have to be freaking sarcastic about? They have the Yankees. Jesus Christ. We're the most sarcastic fan base in sports because we're us. So I've never understood that. Uh, but, yeah, I would love a, a good sarcastic standing ovation for Dave Haxtell tomorrow. <laughs> or just like a Haxtell chant, like, a, like um, you know, when, the, when, when you chant to taunt the other team's goalie. I think they had it going for Elliott the other night in Pittsburgh. But just, Haxtell, Haxtell. I think that would be a fun one. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. That is all the time we have for you coming to you live 
from the Borgata on location tonight so I can wake up and be at work in the morning. Um, that's it for the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I hope you all have a great week, everybody.